Hello, friends. I'm Pastor Pitts Evans. Welcome to the Whole Word Podcast. Let's get right to the Word of God. Friends, whenever I know the um, occasion of a psalm or the occasion for which the psalm was written, I think it's more interesting. Uh, it's more fascinating to me to know you know, when it was first performed, where it was performed, and so forth. And so often we don't know the occasion. Um, but in the case of Psalm 96, we know precisely where this psalm was performed, uh, probably for the first time. Now, the reason we know that is not from the psalm itself or from the book of Psalms itself. First Chronicles uh, describes the events of David bringing the Ark of the Covenant to Jerusalem and then placing it in a tent in the city of Jerusalem once it is within the city walls. The placing in the tent takes place in 1 Chronicles chapter 16. And then David assigns Levites, some of the Levites by name uh, that you'll recognize from the songs. Asaph, for example, was one of the Levites in charge of uh, the worship in 1 Chronicles chapter 16. Anyway, David assigns the priests their duties to praise the Lord. And then there are three psalms contained within the text of 1 Chronicles 16, one of them being uh, Psalm 96. So either um, uh, Psalm 96 was copied from 1 Chronicles 16 or the other way around. 1 Chronicles 16 may have copied the pre-existing Psalm 96. Whichever the case, David is probably the author. There is no internal prefix within most manuscripts attributing it to David, but I already told you the occasion is really firmly established. It was to celebrate the bringing of the Ark of the Covenant into the, the city of Jerusalem and putting it in the tent, the tabernacle of David, that he had erected specifically to house the ark. And so um, the psalm itself uh, doesn't have an ancient name. I've put the name, Ascribe Glory to the Lord, on my notes, because that is truly what David was trying to do, to give glory to the Lord. So let's read now Psalm 96. Sing to the Lord a new song. Sing to the Lord all the earth. Sing to the Lord, praise His name, proclaim His salvation day after day. Declare His glory among the nations, His marvelous deeds among all peoples. For great is the Lord and most worthy of praise. He is to be feared above all gods. For all the gods of the nations are idols, but the Lord made the heavens. Splendor and majesty are before Him. Strength and glory are in His sanctuary. Ascribe to the Lord, all you families of nations. Ascribe to the Lord glory and strength. Ascribe to the Lord the glory that is due His name. Bring an offering and come into His courts. Worship the Lord in the splendor of His holiness. Tremble before Him all the earth. Say among the nations, The Lord reigns. The world is firmly established. It cannot be moved. He will judge the peoples with equity. Let the heavens rejoice, let the earth be glad, let the sea resound and all that is in it. Let the fields be jubilant and everything in them. Let all the trees of the forest sing for joy. Let all creation rejoice before the Lord, for he comes, he comes to judge the earth. He will judge the world in righteousness and the peoples in his faithfulness. 
So a majestic standalone psalm by itself, but imagine this being used to worship the Lord on the day that the Ark of the Covenant was brought to Jerusalem. As we'll find later on, Psalm 105 and Psalm 106 were also part of this lavish praise. And so as for this Psalm of David, it opens with a call to praise that is typically Davidic and very lavish in its wording. Sing to the Lord a new song. Sing to the Lord all the earth. Sing to the Lord. Praise his name. Proclaim his salvation day after day. Declare his glory among the nations, his marvelous deeds among all the peoples. And so, friends, we could just stay right there on those three verses and repeat that exhortation in every church service from now until Jesus comes. At the beginning of worship, you could say those three verses as a, a constant exhortation for people to, to praise and worship the living God. We're then reminded of the Lord's worthiness, verse 4, For great is the Lord and most worthy of praise. He is to be feared above all gods. For all the gods of the nations are idols, but the Lord made the heavens. Splendor and majesty are before him. Strength and glory are in his sanctuary. And so indeed, friends, this is a God who is worthy of our praise. The nations are next exhorted to worship Yahweh. Verse 7, Ascribe to the Lord, all you families of nations. Ascribe to the Lord glory and strength. That's where I I drew this title, Ascribe Glory to the Lord for this psalm for myself. Ascribe to the Lord, all you families of nations. Ascribe to the Lord glory and strength. Ascribe to the Lord the glory do his name. Bring an offering and come into his courts. Next, all the earth is called to tremble before him, to worship him. Worship the Lord in the splendor of his holiness. Tremble before him, all the earth. Then the refrain, the Lord reigns, appears in the next verse. Say among the nations, the Lord reigns. The world is firmly established. It cannot be moved. He will judge the peoples with equity. And indeed he will, friends. The world searches for equity. It can be found in one place and one place only, in the heart of the living God. He will judge all peoples and nations with complete equity. There will be no disparity in his judgment. He's the author of fairness, and no one will argue with the decisions and the judgment he renders. The psalmist closes with um, a majestic section of nature being personified and exhorted to worship the Lord. Listen now, verse 11, uh, 12, and 13. Let the heavens rejoice. Let the earth be glad. Let the sea resound and all that is in it. Let the fields be jubilant and everything in them. All the trees of the forest sing for joy. Let all creation rejoice before the Lord. For he comes. He comes to judge the earth. He will judge the world in righteousness and the peoples in his faithfulness. And so, friends, we know from the New Testament that all of creation is groaning in expectation, waiting for the sons of God to be revealed and waiting for the Son of God, the Lord Jesus Christ, to return. He will come and he will judge the earth, the psalmist says, and indeed those days are before us. Lord, we pray 
that along with the psalmist, we would sing a new song to you, Lord, that we would praise your name and proclaim your salvation day after day. May we too declare your glory among the people with which we live. Lord, you're great and you're worthy of our praise. You are the Lord who made the heavens. Your splendor and majesty are before us always. Lord, we ascribe to you the glory that is due your name. We worship you in the splendor of holiness. May you reign now and forever in our hearts and in the lives of our families. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Whole Word. It was brought to you by Whole Word Fellowship and the Northern Virginia House of Prayer. If you were encouraged, please share our podcast with your friends. We'd also appreciate it if you'd hit subscribe in your favorite podcast app and take a few moments to write a review. If you'd like more information on our church and our ministry, you can go to wholeword.net or wholewordpodcast.com for more information. Thank you again, and may the Lord Jesus bless you today and always.